The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 124. Your non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Premeds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week for the Old Premeds Podcast, where we take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med form over at medicalschoolhq.net slash forms. Now, before we get into today's question or dilemma, the pre-med playbook guide to the MCAT is available for pre-order. At least the ebook is at this moment available for pre-order on Amazon. Now, it's going to be on Amazon and Kindle only for right now. The paperback version will be available any minute as I'm recording this, I'm waiting for the proof to come and be in my hands. Um, and as soon as that proof is approved, then we can start selling the paper book version as well. And so just to remind you, the Premed Playbook Guide to the MCAT is the book to really guide you as you start to think about the MCAT. This is not a prep book. This is not a content knowledge book that's going to help you as you are preparing for the MCAT. But the Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the MCAT is the book that's going to give you the information you need to know so you understand everything about the MCAT, when to register, how to register, getting fee assistance, how to best study for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So again, the Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the MCAT, this is a no-brainer for you. The Kindle version is $4.99. The paperback version is going to be $9.99. It should be on the shelves of every pre-med student. So again, go to mcatbook.com or just go to Amazon and search for the Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the MCAT or the Pre-Med Playbook. And you can actually see all three books there that are now available, two of them for pre-order and then one that's already out, the Pre-Med Playbook Guide to the Medical School Interview. All right, so our question today, again, on the old pre-med or the non-traditional pre-med form is an interesting one. How do you study for the MCAT, so an MCAT topic, if you have chronic pain? And so this is something that I've I've come across several times. People have emailed me, and this is a question that somebody asked in the forum, and so I thought it was a good one. So the student says, I am a 24-year-old graduated student. Currently, I'm studying for the MCAT. I got diagnosed with muscle tension-related headache in December of 2017, after many weeks of headaches, along with severe tension in the trapezius and shoulders. I had to cease my studying and started again last week. I have tried my best to transform this condition into a positive outcome by starting to shadow pain medicine doctors, soon doing yoga, and hopefully being able to teach yoga to underserved patients with chronic pain in my free time too. I thought the conditions started getting better, but two days ago I got a major tension. I got major tension in my entire back down to my knee that I could barely walk and felt so fatigued. The reality of this condition really makes me doubt my physical ability to perform as well as I would like to. I'm an active, energetic, resilient person, and I cannot see myself doing anything else aside from becoming a doctor. I also considered other fields of medicine, such as PA, but I know I'll regret that one day or will find a way to go back to medical school, which is something a lot of PAs do. However, this condition is the toughest thing that I've ever encountered in my entire life. If any medical student or doctor here is dealing with chronic pain, can you please advise me how you have been able to 
and were able to adapt to the rigors of medical school, especially the third year and then residency. I have been thoroughly researching everything, yet there's not much on medical students, doctors with chronic conditions. There are only some articles about doctors with chronic pain complaining about the lack of support and understanding from their colleagues and uh, facilities and the medical system and advices uh, about doing something else instead. If you know any medical student or doctor who is dealing with this, can you please connect me with those people, of course, with their agreement? I'm just at a, uh, I'm just very at a loss and just really need some help. Thank you so much. All right, so here's my initial thoughts. All right, so diagnosed with muscle tension-related headaches, December of 2017. So as we're recording this, it's still relatively new, five or six months old. In the middle of being a student, studying for the MCATs and everything else, all the stresses that come with that, it's hard to get better. Now, being married to a neurologist and hearing all of the conversations that she has about headaches when she's on call and physicians call her and ask for advice, headaches are a pain, right? They're a pain in the head, not a pain in the butt. They're a pain in the head. And to properly deal, especially with tension headaches, there are a lot of things that need to be figured out. Number one, how's your posture? Number two, are you sleeping enough? Number three, I mean, all the normal headache stuff, right? Are you sleeping enough? Are you drinking too much caffeine? Are you drinking too much alcohol? Are there any other medications that may be causing any issues? Are you getting rebound headaches? I mean, I'm not trying to be a doctor here, but these are just common headache things to think about. So the first step is to control the headaches and to stop worrying about the MCAT. If it were me, right, 24 24 years old, you have time. Right. If it were me or, or if, if you were asking me directly, I would say take a year off from the application. Take time off, figure out how to control the headaches, go see a, a neurologist, go see a physical medicine rehabilitation physician, go see an osteopathic physician who may be able to do some OMM, go see a physician, get these handled, and then start studying again. Without properly fixing what is wrong and getting to the root of it and continuing to study for the MCAT, continuing to be stressed about applications and everything else that comes with this process, things are not going to get better. And all of that is going to do is increase the stress related to this whole process and increase the frequency and duration and strength of the headaches. And this is a specific question about chronic pain and headaches, but this relates to everything that you do in this process, right? You, if, if you're not dealing with headaches, you're not dealing with chronic pain, but you're dealing with uh, struggling on the car section of the MCAT and you're just slugging along, trying to do better. You're also writing your personal statement, writing your extracurriculars, applications just opened up and now you're worried, even more worried your car section probably isn't going to improve because everything else is is piling on top of your already stressed life. And so same situation. It doesn't hurt to be conservative and wait a year to apply. It doesn't hurt to wait to apply one more year. It can only help you. As long as you continue to do some shadowing, you continue to do some clinical experience and volunteering, Take the time, no matter what the issue is, whether it's pain, 
whether you're struggling with courses, struggling with the MCAT, struggling to get clinical experience, whatever it may be, taking a year off is okay and likely the best answer for a lot of you. And understand that taking a year off is probably going to be the best answer for you and it will, it will help you in the long run. Right now on this side of things, like pre, pre-applications, pre-med school, pre-residency, it seems like, oh, one more year, that's terrible. But in the grand scheme of things, one year is nothing. So think about your situation, whether you have chronic pain or not. Whatever your situation is, if you are feeling stressed and you are doubting your ability to get it all done, take a year off. Now, I want to I wanna put a little asterisk on that because this process is stressful. It's meant to be stressful. I don't know if it's meant to be, but it is, right? It just naturally is, right? Applying to schools, you thinking that this is going to determine the rest of your life, it's a stressful situation. So don't take my advice and go, oh, Dr. Ray said, if I'm stressed, I should wait a year. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you feel like there's no other alternative, right? If you're dealing with chronic pain, nothing's getting better, it's only getting worse, then maybe take a year off. If you're struggling with the MCATs and you're just, you're you're feeling defeated and you can't improve and the MCAT's coming up and applications are open, maybe take a year off. But if you're just stressed about getting your letters of rec done, getting your essays done, getting your ECs done, that's normal. Don't put off a year just because of those normal stresses. All right, so hopefully that was helpful for you. Again, if you have a question to ask, go to medicalschoolhq.net, go to forms, and go to the non-traditional pre-med form where we take questions directly from that subform. And remember, the pre-med playbook guide to the MCATs is on pre-order as I'm recording this on May 1st. It's coming out May 2nd. The book, the Kindle book at least at this point, is scheduled to go out May 7th, so it's right around the corner. Again, $4.99 for the Kindle version and $9.99 for the paperback as soon as that one is available, hopefully on May 7th as well. Go to mcatbook.com to find out about all of that. Hope you have a great week. I'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.